Blog Talk Radio. I believe that everyone who is present here today came with real and special purpose. And I believe that as an answer to this, that in this session, some very outstanding benefits are going to be received by every one of you. I believe that you should go forth into life with an attitude of enthusiasm, as we tell you again and again, that life meets you just like you meet life. Challenges of life require work. Success requires mental and physical action. If you want to improve yourself, you've got to do something. And you've got to stop thinking that the president ought to do it for you, or the governor ought to do it for you, or society ought to do it for you. Because you see, in the final analysis, no one can do my doing for me. I can give you these techniques, like the one we're on now, telling you when you wake up in the morning, ask yourself the question, how am I going to meet life today? And reminding yourself, today life is going to meet me just like I meet life. And see, there is absolute science. Again, it's not blind faith. It's not dumb luck. But today, life is going to meet me just like I meet life. And today, if I meet someone that doesn't like me, it's because somewhere in my consciousness, I don't like myself. Now, some of these little pills may be a little bitter to swallow. Because you see here also in this philosophy, there are no scapegoats. There's no devil to blame here. In this philosophy, you are your own devil. You are your own God. Only you can choose the path that you must try. And nothing can save you from evil or sin until you discover the presence of God within. And as Reverend Ike has said in that immortal lecture, I meet no one but me. In other people, I only meet myself. You can never meet anyone but yourself. The attitudes and moods that you encounter in other people are reflections of some attitudes and moods within your own subconscious mind. Today, life meets me just like I meet life. Let's shout it. Today, life meets me just like I meet life. And when you realize that, you can ask yourself the next question. After you remind yourself that today life meets me just like I meet life, then ask yourself the next question. In what attitude do I go forth to meet life today? In what attitude do I go forth to meet life today? Say that with me verbally. In what attitude? Do I go forth to meet life today? I like to play with words and to say these ideas from many different similar ways, to impress your subconscious mind, change words around a bit. In what frame of mind am I meeting life today? Please repeat that with me. In what frame of mind am I meeting life today? And you can be absolutely certain, again, this is science, you can be absolutely certain that life is going to meet you exactly according to your attitude, according to your frame of mind. And then when you realize that, then you begin to work on your state of mind. You begin to work on your attitudes. This is why I'm always using the old cliche here, health, happiness, love, success, prosperity, and money. You can change it to an affirmation. 
Today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. Together, today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. The thought of health in your mind will displace all of the suggestions in the world mind about sickness. Today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. And you see, you send your word forth and you're going to meet it because you're always meeting the word that has gone forth out of your consciousness in the experiences of your life. You're always meeting the vibrations which you've sent forth. If you send out healthy vibrations, you're going to meet health. When the so-called epidemics go around, they'll go around you. Why? Because today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. Say that with me. Today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. And yes, this is a miracle-working idea. It will work a miracle of health for you. And not only that, when you go forth into life with a healthy attitude, do you realize that your attitudes are always impinging upon the experiences of other people? A healthy attitude is also a healing power. My healthy attitude is a healing power. Together, my healthy attitude is a healing power. This is why these people who have developed a healing consciousness or a health consciousness help and bless so many people. But you see, on your job, if you go forth into life and onto your job or into school or wherever you're going with the right attitude, with the right ideas, without even opening your mouth, you will help people. Some of you right now, you can think of some people. When you see them, you feel better. And you can think of some other people, perhaps in the past, that isn't true now, because you've changed your phone number and your address and you won't tell them where you are. You can think of some people that, you know, you used to see, and it was just depressing just to see them. And I don't care if they are your relatives. If there are people who are just negative and they insist on being negative, Change your phone number. And when you change your address, don't send them a new address. Get your post office box. Send them a Christmas card once a year. From the post office box. <laughs> but anyway, today I go forth into life with a happy attitude. Shout it. Today I go forth into life with a happy attitude. You remember that verse of Scripture, my word that goes forth out of my mouth shall not return unto me void, but it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I send it, and it shall accomplish that which I please. So what you say about yourself, what, you believe, what I believe and say about myself is the word of God to my experience. Come on. What I believe and say about myself is the word of God to my experience. See, the Word of God is not something on paper with black ink and gold edges and a black leather cover. I'm sorry to tell you good religious people that. As I can see some of you are in a state of shock. <laughs> the Word of God is what I believe and say about myself. So in the morning, when I say today, I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. I go forth into life with a happy attitude. This word of health, 
This word of happiness becomes the word of God to my experience and governs my experience. The word of God is not something written centuries ago by sages and prophets. The word of God is what you believe and speak about yourself every moment. You see, if you believe the right thing about yourself, you believe the right thing about me. <laughs> if you love yourself correctly, then you can love others correctly. But this is where the sociologists go off, you know. They try to apply a general sociological panacea to solve all of the social problems. But the first unit of society is the individual. And in order to heal society, first of all, the individual must be healed. The individual must first come to peace with himself. That's why I love so much that beautiful song, Let There Be Peace on Earth, and Let It Begin With Me. But you see, the sociologists are so busy telling what's wrong with everybody else. People are experts on what's wrong with the next person. So people know what other people ought to do and what they ought not to do, but don't know what the hell they should do themselves. And the different ethnic groups and social groups and so on, you know, we know exactly what other people ought to do. But we've got to get back to the individual. And you see, this individual who begins his day by coming to peace with himself and speaking the word of good for himself, today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude, with a happy attitude. He contributes to the uplifting of society. And only such an individual experience of inner peace can redeem society. You see, the world as a whole is not going to be saved. The world is never going to be saved. A lot of good people have tried to save the world. See, that's why I, I gave up the world. I quit trying to save it. Because the world has one consistent treatment for its would-be saviors, and that's crucify him. And I... You're ready to wake up, you're going to wake up. And if you're not ready, you're going to stay pretending that you're just a little, poor little me. And uh, since you're all here and engaged in this sort of inquiry and listening to this sort of lecture, I assume that you're all on the process of waking up. Or else you're teasing yourself with some kind of <laughs> flirtation with waking up, which you're not serious about. But I assume maybe you are, not serious but sincere, that you are ready to wake up. So then, when you're in the way of waking up and finding out who you really are, what you do is what the whole universe is doing at the place you call here and now. You are something the whole universe is doing in the same way that a wave is something that the whole ocean the real you is not a puppet which life pushes around. The real deep down you is the whole universe. So then, when you die, you're not going to have to put up with everlasting non-existence because that's not an experience. A lot of people are afraid that when they die, they're going to be locked up in a dark room forever and, and sort of undergo that. But 
one of the most interesting things in the world. This is a yoga, this is a way of realization. Try and imagine what it will be like to go to sleep and never wake up. Think about that. Children think about it. It's one of the great wonders of life. What will it be like to go to sleep and never wake up? And if you think long enough about that, something will happen to you. You will find out, among other things, that uh, it will pose the next question to you. What was it like to wake up after having never gone to sleep? That was when you were born. You see, you, you can't have an experience of nothing. Nature abhors a vacuum. So after you're dead, the only thing that can happen is the same experience, or the same sort of experience as when you were born. In other words, we all know very well that after people die, other people are born. And they're all you. Only you can only experience it one at a time. Everybody is I. You all know you are you. And wheresoever beings exist throughout all galaxies, it doesn't make any difference. You are all of them. And when they come into being, that's you coming into being. You know that very well. Only you don't have to remember the past in the same way you don't have to think about how you work your thyroid gland or whatever else it is in your organ. You don't have to know how to shine the sun. You just do it. Like you breathe. Isn't it, doesn't it really astonish you that you are this fantastically complex thing? And that you're doing all of this and you never had any education in how to do it? I wasn't mute. I was unmuted. Sorry about that. All right. Uh, I was sitting there talking and didn't unmute the mic. All those gadgets I got going. Sorry about that. Um, what I was saying was, uh, if you're one of those that uh, celebrated Valentine's Day, or you know, even if you didn't celebrate it, you did something special for someone you care about. Um, can everybody hear me? Am I coming through okay? I'm also streaming this live on YouTube. Let me uh, check my uh, my thing. Hang on, y'all. Hold on. All right, let me check some things out. Let me see if y'all can hear me here. Where's my phone at? Let me check the chat. You see, can you hear? All right, let's check some things. Looks like everything's good on my end. Let me check. 
got people watching. Let me turn my camera on. Can you guys hear that uh, pretty good? I don't know. I'm not getting any feedback here. Hang on. Somebody just text me. Uh, chat is blocked. They say they can't even chat in the chat. But can you can you hear me? You can text me that. Chat is blocked. What chat? The one on YouTube? Okay, so they said they could hear. Said my chat is blocked. Let's see what's going on with my uh, chat. I don't know which one on on the thing. Uh, All right. Anyway, what was I talking about? Uh, They said they could hear me clearly. Good. See, they're trying to interrupt my flow here. Uh, I got people on YouTube. If you want to go to YouTube, it's on uh, go to our email. You see the live stream there. Um, And I'm also on Blog Talk. Yeah, sorry, the show started late because uh, we had a meeting, uh, you know, a private meeting with uh, with Al, our uh, 1041 guy, you know. What, you know, one of, let me just, I just have to have to mention this. Uh, one of my biggest struggles that I have, uh, I wouldn't even say it's a struggle, is that they say this action isn't allowed. Oh, they're saying on YouTube it's not allowed. I, I can see a chat on here. Why isn't it allowed on here? <laughs> they're blocking my chat. Are they serious? Uh, Let's see. Let me see if I can fix that. Because on, on my side, I can see a chat. It doesn't show blocked on my side. Mm, maybe YouTube is not letting y'all get on here and talk. Maybe I, I gave y'all too much information. Because I see participants. It looks My chat looks normal over here. Can y'all see I typed something in? Okay, somebody's in the chat. Now somebody else is in there. Let me give y'all the link. I'll put it in uh, blog talk. It reload. It should come up. Everybody's saying it looks normal. So let me keep going. My my thing that I deal with most of the time is when people contact me, they want they want something. They want something from me. You know, they're not very rare. Do people contact me, offer me some type of encouragement or anything? I, I, I you know, other than the people that's close to me. But outside of that. And even sometimes in that, I, I don't get that. Um, but that's the life I live. That's what I signed up for. I'm not, I, you know, I give. We give out information, help people, and things like that. But what was I saying? Oh, if you celebrated with your loved one Valentine's Day, I hope it went well for you. Um, we went out to dinner late because the reservations was crazy. I I had an eight o'clock reservation. But it was nice. It was a nice place. Um 
and just I kind of chilled all weekend. Didn't think about work. Didn't do no do any work at all. I did a little bit. I had to send out some emails about the the private class with Al going over those those ten ninety nines with uh, the group. He he took some time out to help everybody understand some of those forms like the ten ninety nine A's and stuff like that. But those are things we talk about in the private group. You know, getting those information, how to set up your grantor trust and and make the relationship between you and your trust and your bank accounts and all of that stuff. Learning it properly. Uh, talking about Q-SIPs and things like that. That only happens in the private class. So if you want to be a part of that, like email.com, hit the consultation tab, click that link for uh the national correction process, it's 1500 bucks. Yes, it is. It's a year-long thing, but it's worth it. But um, a lot of people are benefiting from that. So also, I was going to talk about notice of appearance again because I have updated it. I'm going to put – now I'm going to actually put a template on my website for you guys to get that, showing you how to present yourself in courtroom so you don't look like a U.S. citizen, number one, and you don't look like that straw man. Yeah, that's right. Refresh the chat, and you should be able to see everything. All right? Refresh the chat. So I'll talk about that a little bit later on. You know, I always got to go into my higher teachings, the spiritual teachings, and before I do that, if you have something you want to talk to me about, now is the time. As long as it's not a private membership question, I'll answer it. Uh, the number is 563-999-3615. You can call in and speak to me live on the air. You know, you could, or you could type it in the chat either on YouTube or in the blog talk chat. One of those. You could do that. Um, so... We're gonna talk about Job. What does Job represent? Who how how does Job relate to you or our lives? What is Job? So I've read the book of Job plenty of times. And when you go to church, they talk about how the devil was allowed to take all of his possessions away, kill all his children, and just to test him to see if he would stay loyal to God. But when you really look at the scriptures, you realize there was no such thing as devil and God going on. This was a conflict going on in Job's mind, his higher self in conflict with his lower self, because it reveals itself at the very beginning. It, it talks about oh, Job's, all of his possessions, all the things he's had, and then something he would do as a ritual every day. It was like a protection ritual over his, over his children. And I'm going to read it. Here it is. I'm going to read it. I, yeah, I'm not going to show it on the, on the screen. I'm just going to read it because there's too much time. I already took up time trying to get on here. All right. It says, there was once a man in the land of us whose name was Job. That man was blameless and upright, one who feared God and turned away from evil. So what does that represent? He feared God. He, he he understood the principles of higher consciousness to bring about the good in his life by thinking positive. And so that's what came to him, right? Of course, 
the the theologians or the the, the religious leaders they they they, they want to look at this as a literal situation that physically happened. But no, more is going on here than that. There was born to him seven sons and three daughters. So he had 10 children all together. He had 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, 500 donkeys, and very many servants. So he was very wealthy, right? So that means in order for him to be wealthy, he was thinking the real positive things. He was, he was always constantly thinking about prosperity and peace and things like that, right? So that this man was the greatest of all the people of the East. So he had mastered the higher consciousness, higher. His mind science was on point. But this scripture shows you even if you're at your highest level of thinking, higher spiritual consciousness, you can still fall short. You can still get caught up. Uh, caught up. So you, ha- you have to be mindful of the things you're thinking. Um. His sons used to go and hold feasts in one, uh, one another's houses in turn, and they would send and invite their three sisters to eat and drink with them. And when the feast days had run their course, Job would send and sanctify them, and he would rise early in the morning and offer burnt offerings according to the number of them all. But Job said, it may be that my children have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. This is what Job always did. So, Job did these offerings because he was expecting his children to do wrong. He was so he said, I gotta do this because if I don't do this, God is gonna come after them if they sin against God or curse God in their hearts. So he was putting that energy out there. He was thinking negative thinking. And guess what? See, they took all of that, that, that mindset and put it into a physical story, an allegory, a story. So here's what happened. One day the heavenly beings came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came among them. So the heavenly beings came to present, they, 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 they signified that or identified that. All heavenly beings came to present themselves before the Lord. The higher consciousness and the devil, Satan, that negative thinking came to present to the higher consciousness and question it. That lower form of thinking, that lower vibration started to question the higher consciousness. Let me give you an example of how that can happen. One of the things I, I when I first started this show, and I'm sure people can relate to this, like, you want to, you're talking about spiritual things. You're talking about higher things. But you don't want to really open up and talk about it because you're afraid of how it's going to be received. So you allow the lower consciousness, the lower thinking, the lower vibration, a.k.a. the devilish thought, to stop you from maintaining your higher consciousness, with staying in your spiritual nature and prevent you from... Uh, displaying that nature because you don't want anybody to think you're crazy. You're scared of how people think. Now, what's the crazy thing about that? There's people running around here. The majority of people talk negative and they don't have a problem verbalizing their negativity. 
And also, people don't have a problem joining into those conversations. As soon as they hear something, oh, wow, let me look at this. Even people who call themselves so-called higher consciousness spiritual get caught up in that. Why? Because they send me videos of all this negative stuff of what the administration is doing or what this one is doing negative. It's never, for the most part, I don't get videos of listening to anything positive. Hey, listen to this positive thought. I get videos of some type of conspiracy really talking negative about another situation. See, people don't have a problem displaying those qualities. But we at times stop ourselves from displaying our spiritual side, our true spiritual side. And I'm not talking about just simple uh, acts of kindness. I'm really talking about those thoughts that you have in the middle of the night, 3, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the morning, those spiritual higher epiphanies that you get, you hold that back. Because the opportunity does present itself sometimes where you can just speak on it. But you know what the blessing is when you, you, when you speak on those things? The people that don't want to hear it will walk away. <laughs> and that keeps your circle small, and it keeps it positive. Because the people that don't want to hear it, they ain't ready for it, they're going to go somewhere else. See, I try to keep my conversations circled around certain things. And every now and then I get caught up in negative thinking. Like, you know, this 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 private class is challenging because people send me emails. Some of them, people send emails without thinking, and then I get caught up in reacting negatively towards those emails. But I got to get, I have to remember, not everybody is where I am, but not everybody is thorough with reading things as I am. I'm in the practice of reading thoroughly. I practice that. I understand that most people are not practiced in the art of reading. Reading is an art. Reading with comprehension is an art. True comprehension. Most people skim and then they form an opinion. Most people, when they're talking to you, then half listening to what you're saying because their mind is on something else while you're talking. Or their their mind is on getting their point across while you're talking. What you're saying is not important to them. What's important to them is I got to get my point out so they never hear everything you're saying. See, these are all of the things that I'm challenged with, and I got to con- continuously Remind myself to stay positive and keep prosperous thoughts because the minute I fall into the category of judging and being negative, guess what? The same thing will happen to me. So let's get back. The Lord said the same, where have you come from, saying the answer to the Lord, from going to and fro on the earth and from walking up and down on the earth? The Lord said to, to, to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? There is no one like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man who fears God and turns away from evil. So right now, the lower vibrational self of Job is having a conflict. The lower cons- uh, uh, self is saying things like, and some of us have said this in our mind, man, things are going too great. Something's got to happen. This is too good. And your higher self is saying, no, everything's always good. Everything's okay. There's nothing to worry about. There's there's an abundance all around us. That's what the higher self is constantly saying. This is what 
the, 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 the personification of God is saying back to, basically saying back to the devil, hey, he's upright. He's blameless. He's, he keeps himself in the higher thoughts of consciousness. But no, the devil said, no, the only reason why he's like that because he has all of these things. Because the minute he loses all of these things, he's going to curse God or curse his higher consciousness or curse or turn away from maintaining those higher conscious thoughts, maintaining a positive thought. The minute he loses everything. But little do Job realize that he is causing the very turmoil that he's about to experience. We can see for a time, I'm not going to read all of this, he lost his all of his children. He lost all of what he had. And then if you skip on over to chapter 3, verse 24 and 20, 20, verses 25 and 26, it said, Truly the thing I fear comes upon me, and what I dread befalls me. I am not at ease, nor am I quiet. I have no rest, but trouble comes to me. So that means the things that we fear the most or contemplate the most is what's going to happen. So if I'm contemplating chaos and problems, I'm going to always get those problems. And it's true. It happens in my life. I think about, oh, man, somebody's going to send me a crazy email. Guess what? I get a crazy email. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Expectation of those type of things create the chaos. It's not the people sending the email. It's not the people asking the questions that I think are crazy. It's really my mindset creating all of these things. And I'm participating in all these things that I find frustration in because I gave it a license to be real. And what I'm trying to tell you, if you got issues right now today, you're going to have to be honest with yourself and say, why is this happening to me? Is my thought process, am I like Job, questioning my prosperity? Am I preventing prosperity to come to me because I'm thinking that it's hard, it's too much work, or I am participating in activities that don't give me my success, which one is it? Because if you really are honest with yourself, and I'll say this to myself, if I'm really being honest with myself, all of the issues that I deal with come from me, nowhere else. Because what? He said, truly the things that I fear come upon me. And I'll say this, the things that you expect will come upon you. So if you expect great things, you will get great things. And predominantly, that's what you're doing. I know people who say, no, no, it ain't me. It's my mama. It's my, it's my baby daddy. It's my baby mama. It's the kids. It's the job. It's the boss. It's everybody. Everybody's the problem. And people like that, I tell you, they're, they're still talking. I know people like that that talk like that 10 years ago. They're still talking about it now the same way. And those same people are waiting on somebody to save them. Somebody to come out of the sky on a white horse and fix their problems. 
Y'all know what I'm talking about, that white horse, that the you know, one they talk about in Revelations. So it's come and fix you. Boom, with a sword. And and slice away your problems. You ain't gotta do no work to that theory. They've been preaching that for the for almost over two thousand years now. How long y'all gonna sit back and allow these so called leaders, pastors, whatever, keep preaching that same old doctrine, and when you're gonna realize nobody's coming to save you. The only person coming to save you is you. You got to be become the God in your life. You got to become Christ in your life. That's the only way Christ is coming back, through you. Comes back on the individual level. The only way you're going to fix the world is to fix, fix yourself. only way you're going to fix your atmosphere, whatever your universe is, to fix yourself. If everyone collectively, individually worried about their own business, working about taking care of their own self, their own mind, try to stay in the higher consciousness, in the Christ consciousness mindset, the world will be fixed. There's no need for someone to come out there and try to save you because you're doing the work yourself. Too many people are using that same old Titus excuse. If it's God's will, God work in mysterious ways. Yeah, he work in mysterious ways. Yeah, she works in mysterious ways. You the one working in mysterious ways. Because you're believing in something that's mysterious. You're believing in some secret, something that you never seen or touched or feel or talked to. God didn't make you do wrong. The devil didn't make you do wrong. You made yourself do wrong or right. You're in charge, whether you like it or not. You are in control. You know, I had someone call me up last week and wanted to talk about how they, you know, they're going to take, they're proud that they could take the vaccines because they're in the, you know, the Barbie and beauty industry. So they get to, you know, skip the line because they have to serve customers. Man, I can't wait, you know. On so many people have died from this and, you know, things like that, you know, hey. And I just sat there and listened because it wasn't of the same mind as mine. So me speaking and trying to change their mind would be a total waste of time. You know, don't cast your pearls, your pearls among swine. Because these same people that believe in someone else fixing their problems are the first one to go check off somebody in that voting booth. They're the first ones when they come out with some new thing that's supposed to cure something that supposedly when you know they already got a bad track record of any type of cure. They've been trying to find a cure for cancer for years. They've been trying to find a cure for all types of diabetes for years. They don't want to find these things. The money is in the treatment. But all of a sudden, they got this cure for you-know-who. I don't want to say the word because they probably take the video down. They got a cure for that. See, the, the people that run towards that type of stuff are not operating from their God consciousness. They don't believe they, they are God. They don't believe they, they are the Christ they're looking for. The Christ they're looking for is through 
somebody with a degree who, who, who someone said they qualify to stick a needle in your arm. When all of the herbs of the earth is, does everything for you. It's right there. They, they're not teaching that. They know you got to come get this drug cocktail. The government is the group, the biggest drug dealer on the planet. <laughs> That's the reason why they go after the street level drugs because they, they ain't, y'all they messing with their business. <laughs> they're not trying to stop drugs. They just want drugs to be funneled as a monopoly through one place. See, people who are coming from their God consciousness know, hey, people still get sick and take that stuff anyway. Why? Why would I do? I trust in the God in me for all my healing. And the God in me directs me into the herbs that I need to take, and I follow that. I got a whole cabinet full of stuff. Anyway, there you go. Don't be like Job was. Now, Job corrected. Now, if you read this whole thing, he corrected his mindset. He got himself back on track. He fell off. He was very wealthy. Then he started having all of these fears. Things just got so great for him. He started, well, you know, this is too good to be true. And started, let me do these rituals just in case, just in case. See, this is a perfect example. You could do all the videos in the world. I mean, not really. I mean, all the rituals in the world, and still have problems. You know, I used when I first I used to do little rituals and do this, that, and the other, and have people send me stuff, and they would do things like that. But the best ritual is the one I create myself. But the biggest ritual is the training my mind to think properly. That's the ritual. Doing the ritual is just the action; it's the physical. But you have to have that thing solidified in your mind what you want to see happen. Like we did a New Year's ritual. We burned and wrote down what we wanted. But see, the mental happened first, and then we burned it and gave respect out there to the ancestors and so that they can aid us in, in getting these things done. That's what really helps you is your ancestors because the energy of you or your ancestors lives on. That's infinite, forever. You just can't see them in this physical form because the naked eye is not qualified to see higher spiritual beings. But the spiritual mind can. If you're in your highest nature, highest consciousness, you can experience that. But as long as you're in this low thinking and low vibration, you can never see it. All right, what they're saying in the chat. Uh, thanks to this. That's right. Being steadfast in your beliefs. That's right. Marvin Lang, you're welcome. Uh, I can't stress this enough. We have been programmed, especially people of color. No, let me you say this. Especially my indigenous, original people of this land. This North American land. We have been programmed to believe we were nothing but slaves. We were black. We were African. We every derogatory term out there they have called us. And just to say, you should be 
proud of yourself that you've come this far. With all of that working against you and you're still here trying to make it work or making it work. But see, we could all come out of this quickly if the majority is to stop falling for the the nonsense. They have attacked us on all levels through education, through religion, and politics. And yet, we're the people who spend the most money out of all ethnic groups. Out of all groups of people, we're the ones who spend all the money. And yet we have nothing to show for it. But a few people, a few sprinklings of some people with some wealth. We have the money. We have the 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 the, the, the financially we're set. The issue is is how we spend our money. In the beauty industry, we, we you know our ladies top it when they come to what they spend on their hair and different things to make themselves look good. But do we own any of those businesses? This is an example of lower consciousness of thinking because in a higher consciousness, you're going to be thinking, how am I going to spend this little this say if you got a hundred dollars, hundred dollars, how am I going to spend this to make it where I can make it grow? or it's going to benefit myself and my family. I'm not telling you to go out there and save the whole world, but I'm telling you on the individual level, spending your money properly within your own family, with your own group. I know it's very difficult for a group of us to get together because we've been taught how to fight amongst each other. And we buy into it, you know, we, we like like Kanye said, we 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 buying our own chains. Somebody said, "Do I still have a website?" Of course, you haven't been around for a long time. Akimel dot com, Akimel dot com. Yes, sir, I have a website. Um, yes, purchasing power. All right. Um. Oh, I had my metaphysical Bible. I was gonna break down Job here, but you know what? Maybe I'll do a separate video and break it down. I think because I got some people with their hands well. I got somebody with their hand up. Uh, Before I do that, yes, a couple of webinars are coming up. Uh, One, uh, an update, driver's license webinar. I've added a few things to that, specific things you need to do. That's coming up in March. Uh, I'm working on a seminar. I just wanted to see how things play out with this Oh, Corona, but uh, probably in the seminar is going to be coming up March, April. Haven't done we'll travel to do one in a while. Last one I did was back in I think October. I was invited out and to a synagogue and did one there. Um, you might have seen the clips on YouTube. Um, so that's coming. If you want me to come to your town for a private, oh, uh, contact me a private seminar or something like that, or a seminar, not so private, however you want it, um, com. Contact me there. Um, or Akeemail at ProtonMail.com. What about how to deal with your job in the W-4 form? Uh, how about, we've talked about that many times. You're asking the question, I've, I've talked about that so many times. <laughs> 
you should know how to deal with that one. Uh, but I haven't uh, done anything. I don't know. I, I don't have a webinar coming up for that specifically. Like, it's very hard to undo something with a job you already got. It's very. It's easier. And I've been telling y'all what to do as far as y'all W. On your job, they had you fill out a W-9. Go give them a W-8 then instead of the W-9 because the W-9 is make you a U.S. citizen. I talked about that last week. Uh, are speaking on free travel. What do you mean, are speaking on free travel? I don't know what you're talking about. There's no such thing as free travel. I don't, I don't get that. Um, all right. Two. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before I go to the phone line. Notice of appearance. You should be putting in, every time you have a situation with the courts, first thing you need to put in is a notice of appearance. Let me just say this for YouTube and everybody. Hey, I'm not a lawyer. You want legal advice? They got plenty of them on the internet. Go, if you want a lawyer, you can get them. This is, spirit, this is strictly spiritual advice from my church that I've created. This is all spiritual coaching. All right. So notice of appearance, something like uh, comes now an American national, but not a citizen of the United States. Akeem Barber. Properly styled. Properly proper Christian name, but not Akeem Barber or caps, something to that effect. Let them know how actually I was working on something similar. Let me let me just skim over it. I'm not going to read the whole thing because I'm going to put, put it on the uh, website once I finish it or touch it up a little bit. All right, you could say something like, uh, comes down to American national but not a citizen of the United States. Akeem Barber properly styled name and appropriate persona, but not Barber Akeem or Akeem Barber. He's all Caps in league is hereby served just no appearance in this cause for the defendant improperly styled above Barbara Akeem in Legas. All previously filed and future filings must be correctly styled. Akeem Barbara, that's in my upper and lower, so that personal jurisdiction may be proper in the above mentioned cause. See, if your name is not properly styled, personal jurisdiction is not there. It's not you. Now, some people say, well, you, why are you saying so personal jurisdiction may be properly, uh, may be proper? Well, see, I know in their system they cannot put your name in these types of cases, in traffic tickets, child support, things like that. The only way they can do that is if someone came to court and filed a claim against you. That's when you'll see that in those types of cases. But when the state is coming after you, State of whoever, they coming after you. They coming after the, the estate. And you got to make sure you're not treated like you're the estate. If case caption is not corrected, then this court will lack personal jurisdiction over the son of the true living God, Akeem Barbas. Send all notice to the blow mentioned address. I kind of sum, that's a little summary of what I say. See, I put my religious ideals in there too. Because they can't talk about it. If they come after me with a, a case that has no victim, victimless case, no witness with firsthand knowledge, 
option. They can't touch it. All right? Foreign national. American national is foreign national. Y'all need to study. American national is foreign national to the United States. You're saying you're foreign, but what are you? What foreign? What's your, what, what foreign? Foreign what? You live in Italy? You live in Belize somewhere? See, that's what I'm talking about. These types of questions means you're not studying. You're listening to people say stuff. I'm telling you, I'm from this land. I'm 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 an American. If I want to go even deeper, I'm a New Yorker American national. Foreign is a general term, and that's what the government does when they put their stuff on. Oh, you're foreign state, but they don't tell you what is a foreign state. See, if they were to tell you what a foreign state was, then you you would know what to put on your paperwork. A foreign state is anything that is not defined as something that they can control. All right? I don't know why people keep asking me these crazy questions. This is a crazy question, Pac-Man. Do you still need a passport if you do the SPC process correctly? SPC process is garbage. It don't work. Everybody's been doing it. <laughs> I was it's garbage. So what, that 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 question, passport process does not go with the SPC process. I don't teach it. Never did. Now I can tell you about a secured party, but I can't talk to you about a support a secured party credit. <laughs> I can't tell you about it. I can tell you about people who've done that process and they're still sitting on paper they paid thousands of dollars for it and got no remedy from it. All right? If you really want to be a secured party properly, you have to get in my private membership. That's what we're, we're, we're teaching to be, people to be. Uh, when you obtain a passport as an American national, are you put on the do not detain list automatically? Uh I could, I'll answer this this way. People who do the passport properly, when they get pulled over, they don't get treated like everybody else. <laughs> That's if they show the passport card instead of the, the contractor driver's license. I can tell you that. But far as being on a do not detain list automatically, I can't confirm or deny that because I've never seen that, you know, proven. But I know... When I get pulled over, I get treated differently than I was before I did it. So I can say that. That's my personal testimony. And other people have said that. I'm not taking questions harshly. If you want to remember something, I got to say it with firmness. It's not harsh. But I, when people ask me certain questions, they're asking me questions from a perspective of non-study. See, I can tell you're not studying when you say things like, when you ask me questions about foreign nationals or when you ask me about SPC process. SPC been around for years, and I don't know one person that got remedy from it. And when you're asking me, you know, some people know me, I've never taught that. So indigenous to the government created here, but you usurp what, 
I'm from, I don't get with what indigenous. Your ancestors created everything that they're dealing with. The government you see here is a assimilation or a bootleg version of what your ancestors created. All right. Yeah. So when I get questions about SPC, I'm firm. And it may sound harsh. I'm just telling you, that stuff's garbage. Y'all go ahead and, and do it if you want to. I know people who spend ten thousand dollars for that. It's garbage. All right, um, let's get this person on the phone line. Yeah. All right, four eight four six nine five. Peace. Good evening. <laughs> good evening. How you oh, doing? Can you hear me? I'm good. Yeah, I can hear you. I'm good. over here laughing. Yeah, you're good. I'm over here laughing. Huh? At how you describing it? Being firm, but describing it. Uh, honestly, <laughs> I wanted to just say uh, <laughs> thanks. Thank you for your teachings. Um, actually, let me start with the positive that I've got going on. I'm in a healthy state. My health is getting better. That's what I'm working on most of the time. Right. Uh, I didn't have any questions. I raised my hand just to let you know to hear you on the phone lines because I'm uh, not oh, even okay. in the middle thank of my you, work day. You. So show okay. some of that appreciation. Send that over to you. Uh, my boys are healthy. I'm happy. And, I, you know, it makes me happy to keep listening to you every week, a couple times a week to different shows. And uh, keep it going, brother. I really all right. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. But I want to add something to you. When you're speaking about your health, um, physical health. Say speak your physical health. Speak in the now meaning. Speak as if it's already done because it is already done. It has to be already done in the mind before the physical show up. It's the physical is the last to show up in the process, but it's a direct relationship to your physical being. On the consciousness, the consciousness has to see it as if it's already done. You know, when I was cutting here, you know, I'm a licensed registered barber, right? And when someone tells me what they want, I have to see it before I even put the clipper in their head. I have to see that visualization. Okay, this is what they want. This is what I believe they want. And I visualized it and then I cut it. <laughs> Uh, right, that's so right. I can never cut that's it. That's how I sit. It's impossible. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. Say that's so right because that's how I sit down with my barber and to uh-huh. go, all right, what you want this time? And I got to describe it. But I ask him, can he see what I'm talking about? Right. He got to so see that, it. That, he will that, not be perfect. able to do it <laughs> unless he sees it in his mind already complete, the completed product. He can't be any cut. Now, when I was learning how to cut hair, and even in my more advanced time, there was times I came across here and I could not see it. I couldn't see it. And guess how that head turned out? You know, as you get more skills in cutting hair, you can jump into somebody's hair and then kind of work through it. You do cautious techniques so that, by the time where you can see it, you can get it where they want it. But you got to do a lot of things to get there. You know, take it step by step. That's another technique. But in my early years when I was a student, I, if I didn't see it, that head was screwed up. <laughs> it was done. So and now, you know, hey, put on a bigger guard, take it down little by little until you can see what you're doing, you know, in your mind. You know, I, my, the teacher, the guy who taught me, Mr. Tolliver, and 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 I, I I thank him. He 
he taught me that. He said that, hey, you have to see it in your mind before you put that clipper down. Visualize. Visualize it. You know? Yeah. All right, brother. You speak speak like my uh, relatives, older relatives, uh, living ancestors. So thank you very much, man. Right, right. Thank you, man. All right, peace. All right, anybody else want to talk to me live? Thanks for tuning in, brother. Uh, the number is 563-999-3615. I'll put it in the YouTube chat for everybody. Everybody that's already on blog talking, they got the number because they called in. So it's 563-999-3615. Yeah. You know, we got to get to the point. See, we know what the issue is. This society has created nothing but beta males. A lot of them, beta males, where when they hear a certain tone coming from a man, they get, wait a minute, that's harsh. Now, I can, if a woman told me that, I get it. I get it. Because that, that, that it, it comes across differently to a woman. But when, it, when it's a you know, man to man, we got to be able to talk to each other straight up. As long as I'm not degrading you or putting you down or cursing you out, I should be able to say, hey, man, that's that's some bullshit right there. That's garbage. That is a crazy, yeah, man, that's a crazy question because you're not studying because you're asking me that question. That told me you're not studying. And, it, and, and the person that asked me the question had been around because it was asking me, do I still have a website? That means that they hadn't been around for a long time. I've had a website since my website been there since 2015. So that means they've been studying. They've studied. So they kind of not studying, and then they're coming back. They're kind of picking up with the SBC process. No one has ever heard me talk about of SBC ever other than to discredit it. I've never went into that. You know? So we got to – alphas speak their mind and not ashamed of it. We don't, we don't, we don't question what we say, you know, and that's the issue. See, the 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 man of color, the indigenous man, the the the, the uh, darker, melanated man. They want us to be betas. The only time they want us to be alphas is if we throwing a football or bouncing a basketball, or we doing something to make them money. And the only time they want, they want you to look like an alpha out there, but be a beta when you open your mouth. There's nothing angry about me. <laughs> I might, I come off straight and hard and people know me. And if y'all think this was harsh tonight, when I was talking about that, y'all need to go back three, four years ago when I used to really go in. I've only pulled back because, you know, I I wanna I'm still gonna be alpha. I'm still gonna say what's on my mind. We gotta call stuff out. If it ain't right, it ain't right. If it's garbage, it's garbage. This this is what it is. Unless you can prove to me otherwise, somebody who did that process and it worked. Someone said because my tone and frequency is powerful. 
It needs to be powerful. In this world where we got, where if you don't say nothing, you get drowned out by all of this negative information coming out. That they want you, they people are rushing to go get something stuck in their arm. And some of the beta males are not, no, it ain't right. But they still allow it to go on. Brothers, we have to take the lead in our families. And if the, if the woman that your wit is not willing to be, help you take the lead, you got to find you another woman. She ain't qualified. Yeah, I said it. If she's not there by your side supporting you, be strong, speaking with authority over your finances, over your spiritual life, over all things, taking dominion over all this. She's not doing that for you. Oh, no, no, don't do it that way. You know, no, no, no. See, the issue is people want you to think like them, and some females want you to think like them. No, I can't think like a female. I can only think like a male. I can't do that. I'm sorry. And that's what has happened. They got the beta male thinking like the female. And the female is thinking like the male. TV programs has programmed backwards, programmed us backwards. You look at the darker female, she's in a, always in a contentious, relate, contentious relationship with someone. Well, this is on television if she's dark. Or she's sleeping around with this one and that one, or she's in a lesbian relationship. That's how they. That's that's the thing that's going on now. And then the the, the dark skinned black male is either he's with a white woman, and he has no alpha in him at all. He's a go along, get along. As soon as a a, a, a darker male asserts his authority. Oh, that's too much. See, and that's what we got to get away from. Because that's what's hurting us. Because what happens is our females feel like we, they don't have leaders. And they're right. They don't see them. But unfortunately, a lot of those betas were created in single mom homes. <laughs> yeah. How did they get here? Now, when it, when it, when it, I, I've I've experienced this at times, and I've always had to stand my ground. When I come in strong, oh, that, you're doing that too. Listen, I always say this: you're female, you're gonna have your form of discipline, and I'm not gonna knock it. Me as a male, I got my form of discipline, especially when it comes to them boys. I raised three boys, and if you don't stand strong for for males, they will try to run you over. And every last one of my boys know how far they can go with me. Every last one. They don't challenge me at all. And they all grown. They might say a little something back here and there. I got one that's a little more hard-headed than the other. But at the end of the day, he recognizes a man or an alpha when he sees one, and he, I'm only going to go to a point with him. And they know I'm going to tell them the truth. I'm not going to sit here and play with them and, hey, you know, nah, bruh, that's fucked up what you're doing right there. 
Get your stuff together. Be a man. You know, my 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 oldest son is in the other room right now with his son. Uh, you know, traveling back and forth with his son. I said, listen, you, you know what I did for you? You're going to have to do the same thing. When his son moved off to Texas, mom moved off. Hey, you got to go. You got to go see him. You got to go get him. That should be mandatory in your mind because the last thing you want him to be raised as is a beta. And the only way he's going to get that out for teaching is if you teach it to him. You see, fellas, we got to step it up, and we cannot allow people to silence our alpha male spirit. Alpha male is spiritual. Beta male is not spiritual. You wasn't designed to be a beta. You was designed to have dominion over all things, your finances, your relationships. And the only way you're going to do that is by being an alpha by being a God, it's the only way. Beta males can't do that. <laughs> okay? All right. Anybody else want to talk? Oh, well, no. I ain't I, I, they, they just Y'all just want to hear me preach today, huh? Let me uh stop this year. Oh, Sherry. Oh, stop shit. Just focus on me. Yeah. So we got other shows. We got uh, tomorrow will be the Solomon's Temple show at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Same station. Uh, Divine Connection show, Jessica and Tasia, um, is going to be on uh, Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then it's the uh, Region Independent Thinkers show that's all about educating your children properly. Um, you educating your children. Uh, that's 7 p.m. Eastern time Sunday. We didn't have one this Sunday because of, you know, we took, she took the night off. Um, and then every Monday, Bun Bay, um, he comes on 7 p.m. Eastern time. And then me on Tuesday, all over again, preaching at y'all, uh, putting in this work, <laughs> getting accused of being harsh. <laughs> uh, I tell y'all one thing. Go back and listen to them old shows because I didn't take, you know, people, your brothers used to come on there with the games like, listen, bro, you want help, but you out here causing your problems. See, that's that's one thing I want to touch on. Um, I help people with cases all the time. I coach them spiritually on things. But when you really look, a lot of, a lot of y'all putting yourselves into these problems yourself. And that's what you got to understand. If you don't want the problem to happen again, you're going to have to take responsibility for that. And then it won't happen again. I got a brother, he, he owns a trucking company now, and he's doing great because he took responsibility. And and just back on that whole alpha male. Being an alpha male, you're not going to have a whole lot of friends. Because alpha males know who friends are. So who you call friends are really friends. 
call everybody my friend. So if you're going to be an alpha, you got to be appreciate loneliness, being by yourself most of the time. If you're going to be an alpha male, appreciate the fact that people are going to come to you for support and not give you support. That's, that's an alpha. If you're going to be an alpha male, appreciate the fact that you're not going to get credit for a lot of things that you do. You're going to get hated on. But if that's happening, it's just like what Christ said. You will suffer just like I suffered. And what did he mean by that? All of the good things you're going to do, people are going to not appreciate it. But that doesn't mean you give up on being an alpha male. Because the rewards of being an alpha is far greater than being a beta. You see, a beta will go to he go to his grave. You know, he was a, he kissed up to everybody. He he stayed quiet when he shouldn't have. He goes to grave with regrets. See, alphas stand for something, and alphas, you know, sometimes you got to get dirty. You know, if somebody was to put hands on some, you know, my daughter or something like that, I don't need to call the police. <laughs> Because <laughs> alphas take care of business. Uh, let's see. The ten year trials of the American Indian they applied it to the Sparta. Do you know anything about it? Oh uh, not really. I kinda got an idea what you're talking about. Uh send me some more information on that so I can look it up. All right, everybody. It's nine sixteen. I did enough preaching. Hey, remember, peace, prosperity, extreme wealth, and you have to think that constantly. Change your change your mind, change your life. You will never get any further than what you believe you can have. Never get any further than what you believe you can have. And with that being said, all right, peace. Why did he do that? I wanted to talk to you about the subject that you're